Welcome to the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen. I'm a certified lymphedema therapist practicing here in San Diego, and um, my clients include ladies and gentlemen uh, who have a lymphedema diagnosis, as well as um, ladies and gentlemen after plastic surgery, reconstructive surgery, and orthopedic surgery who want to reduce swelling in their bodies. And I also focus on, um, I focus on reducing swelling in my book, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy, giving you the same tips that I give my clients. And um, also on balancing our immune system, which is really super important, both um, for people who have lymphedema diagnosis and for everyone after surgery. So today I want to focus on um, a topic which is a little controversial, and I think it might always be a little controversial, and that is um, aromatherapy and using essential oils. Um, In addition to being a a board-certified massage therapist and a certified lymphedema therapist, I'm also an aromatherapist. Um, I received college-level education on aromatherapy, and um, in the book, in chapter two um, of my book, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy, I offer a lot of information on um, aromatherapy and how to use essential oils, and specific tips on which essential oils to use um, that I collected from experts and uh, they share the essential oils you can use both before and after surgery and also essential oils that are really good for improving lymphatic flow. So I want to preface the advice that I will give, that I will share, by the fact that the FDA does not regulate essential oils as medicine and I'm not a doctor so I cannot diagnose or treat any disease. Um, And then the second thing I would say is when you have a conversation with your doctor about what essential oils you're using, um, you may get one of several reactions. Um, It may be that um, your physician says, you know, go ahead and use anything you want. Either they're all good or, um, you know, there's no proven benefit, so you're kind of wasting your money, but if it makes you feel better, that's great. Or, um, you know, essential oils are really dangerous and maybe you shouldn't use them. Um, And both of those are um, legitimate beliefs um, because the first thing we need to do when we choose essential oils is make sure that we have a quality product. And um, essential oils, many of them are made with large, large quantities of the actual plant and then it is um, distilled down to just literally the essential oil of the plant. So that's a very expensive process. When you see an essential oil um, bottled and sold for a very cheap price, it could be adulterated or um, you know, they could put other chemicals that smell the same in the essential oil package or they could just put a lot of base oil and not much essential oil at all. So I think that's where some of the conflicting opinions on the effectiveness of essential oils come. 
um, from. But I would definitely defer to your doctor's advice because your doctor knows much more about your individual case than I do or anyone um, giving advice on the internet or on a blog. So um, I'll leave you with some specific tips. Um, Interestingly, some essential oils that might be um, good for calming the body before surgery can be lavender, rose, and geranium. Um, Citrus aromas and peppermint can be really nice after surgery to control nausea in the recovery room. And um, essential oils that improve lymphatic function include citrus oils, peppermint, rosemary, and geranium. So all those are good ideas, and I hope they inspire you to um, do more research and add essential oils. In this segment of the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast, I'd like to share information about um, a topic I cover in chapter five, and that's how to use breathing to boost your lymphatic system. Um, And I first um, saw the link between anxiety and breathing um, when I was in massage school, and our assignment was to get um, together with a partner and feel the experience in our body of breathing just with um, the, the top part of our lungs, that shallow breath um, that comes you know, up just in the breastbone area, and then to switch back to deep breaths where um, we fully use our diaphragm and then our kind of our belly button pokes out in the front and we really feel like we're breathing with um, the lower part of our lungs and the upper part of our lungs. And um, my partner in the exercise was a Navy veteran and he suffered from PTSD and he actually really felt in his body the, the symptoms, the anxiety coming back when he would just breathe with the top part of his lungs. So that really showed me crystal clear the impact of um, deep breathing versus shallow breathing on our body and our mind. Um, So I talk about in the book um, that there's a definite link between anxiety and breath dysfunction. And um, I quote a study that found that 83% of people with anxiety have breath dysfunction. So if you suffer from anxiety, looking at how you breathe and finding some um, breath tips and strategies would definitely be valuable. Um, For me personally, I find that I'm unconsciously holding my breath throughout the day. I will hold my breath um, when I'm pushing and pulling anything, like pulling the fridge. um, I'll, I'll, um, instead of just using my arm to pull the fridge, I'll, um, tighten my abdominal muscles and hold my breath just to open up that fridge door or to take the laundry in and out. Um, And then even when I'm driving, if I'm turning, um, making a right turn, I will um, act like I'm some kind of NASCAR or Formula One driver. Um, Instead of just making a normal right turn, I would like hold my breath and put my entire body into it. And it's just not needed for me. Um, So feeling in my body 
um, you know, how I'm holding those breaths, I find is valuable to letting me have less breath dysfunction and breathe more normally throughout the day. And um, to bring it back specifically to swelling and lymphedema um, and swelling after surgery, the action of our diaphragm moving up and down as we breathe fully in and out is what pumps, it helps to move the lymphatic fluid um, from our legs and our lower body up our lymphatic duct and back into the bloodstream. So having those nice deep breaths is what helps to move the lymphatic fluid, improve our lymphatic flow, um, which is why we start each and every um, lymphatic massage with the deep breathing exercises and then pushing down through the abdomen. So I hope that if you have anxiety, um, if you've had anxiety like I have, um, take this segment to heart and kind of look today um, as you're doing your normal activities as how you're breathing and see how you can um, breathe more fully throughout the day to improve your lymphatic flow, which will reduce swelling. Have a great day.